0: Hello and welcome to worship on the sixth Sunday of Easter and also Happy Mother's Day. I hope you are all having a great day. Let us begin worship with a confession and forgiveness in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation come to the help of your people turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God, you have prepared for those who love you joys beyond understanding. Pour into our hearts such love for you, that loving you above all things, we may obtain your promises, which exceed all we can desire through Jesus Christ, your Son, and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Acts. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from 1 John Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God conquers the world, and this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood, and the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to John. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, You will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands, so that you may love one another. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. When Jesus spoke these words to his followers, did he realize how hard this commandment would be for us to keep and not to break? These words come right after what we heard last week when Jesus told us that he is the vine and we are the branches and we must stay connected to the vine to bear good fruit. To stay connected, we abide in Jesus and he abides in us. He calls us to abide in his love. Now today he commands us to love others as he has loved us. Now before we throw up our hands and give up defeated, let's look at what the word love means as Jesus has used it. In 1 John we are reminded that to love God is to obey God's commandments. God gave us these commandments to guide our lives and when we strive to follow them, we will find a love of joy and meaning. When we love one another, we will find that life is much easier. It is a lot harder to live a life full of hate than it is to live a life full of love. And yes, we struggle with how to love one another, but we are not alone. These struggles have been happening ever since Jesus left us with this commandment. Peter went across the countryside proclaiming Jesus as Christ and Lord. He healed in the name of Christ. He baptized in the name of Christ. One day he received a message from Cornelius, who was a Roman military officer. Cornelius wanted to see him. He was told that Cornelius was a God-fearing man, but he was a Gentile, not a Jew. Peter did go to him, but had doubts as to what he could do for him. Although he knew Cornelius and his household wanted to be baptized, Peter was hesitant to do the baptisms, because Cornelius and his household were not Jewish. They were Gentiles, and he had doubts as to why they wanted to be baptized. He forgot Jesus' command to love one another. He was about to exclude them from the love of Christ until God interceded. God sent the Holy Spirit to fall upon Cornelius and his household, and it was then that Peter realized that, that they were no different than he was. They were a part of God's family and were loved by God. His eyes were open to God's expansive possibilities, and he realized how narrow his vision was of who was worthy. I believe that we stumble when we try to follow Jesus' commandment to love one another, It may be our understanding of the word love that causes us to break the commandment. When Jesus calls us to love one another, he's not talking about romantic love or love that we experience with our family and close friends. The love Jesus refers to is a respectful kind of love. We are called to respect each other. When we have respect for someone, it does not mean we will always agree. It does not mean that we have a lot in common. We may have different beliefs, different lifestyles, and different opinions on a variety of subjects. Differences should not cause people to turn away from each other. Differences should compel people to look past those differences and find common ground. This takes time and patience. Today is Mother's Day. This is not only a day to celebrate all birth mothers and what they have done for us, but it is a day to celebrate all women who have played a role in our lives, the ones who cared for us even though they were not our birth mothers. These are the people who took the time to look past what made us different from each other and embraced all we have in common. They embraced us with a love that was unconditional, just like the love Jesus has for us. Unconditional love is not always easy. Think of when we will all be joining God at the feast that has no end. As we gather at the table, who will be sitting with us? We may be surprised at who is invited to God's heavenly feast. Will we get up from the table in disgust? Or will we accept God's unconditional love for all people and wish we had done the same? Recently I read about a mother whose son was hit and killed by a drunk driver the man about the same age as her 19-year-old son. At the end of the trial, she was invited to give a victim statement. We would assume she would talk about her son and how heartbroken she is to lose him in such a senseless act. Instead, she surprised the judge and all who were in the courtroom by pleading that this young man get no jail time. Instead, she wanted him to do community service and get professional help for his drinking problem. Unconditional love. She showed how to follow Jesus' commandment. As horrific as it was to lose her son, she knew this young man needed help, the kind of help he would not receive with a prison sentence. Could any of us do what this woman did if we had lost someone so dear to us? I'm not sure, and I hope none of us have to face such a decision. Yet we all have times when we have to make difficult decisions when it comes to our relationships with others. It seems our culture tells us that if we don't win, we lose. So we fight to be triumphant, In all of our discussions, we state our beliefs and we push and push the other person to agree with us. If that doesn't happen, then we walk away refusing to listen to any sort of compromise. There is no room in these discussions for unconditional love. How can we change this type of attitude? with a lot of patience and understanding. We first have to admit that we may not always be right. Then we have to try to look at the point of view of the other person. Why does this person feel the way he does? What in this person's life is different from my life? Where is the common ground in our worlds? Getting to know a person is the best thing we can do to foster a desire to love and accept this person for who they are. Instead of trying to change a person, why not try to love them as one of God's children? Jesus included many in his circle of followers who had more faults than we do. Yet Jesus embraced them for who they were god's chosen people unconditional love will always be hard to accomplish but it can be done all we need to do is follow jesus example amen Using the words of the Nicene Creed let us confess our holy faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, We believe in one holy, catholic, and apostolic Church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Alive in the risen Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we bring our prayers before God who promises to hear us and answer in steadfast love. Loving God, you call us to be your fruit-bearing church. Strengthen the bonds among all Christian churches. Help us to find ways to work together. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Creating God, the earth praises you. The seas roar and the hills sing for joy. Fill the earth with your love so that all creatures on land and sea and sky may live in harmony with each other. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Faithful Savior, you conquer the world not with weapons, but with undying love. Plant your word in the hearts of the nation's leaders and give them your spirit so that the peoples of the world may live in peace and be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Caring healer, you forget no one and accompany the lonely. Be present with those who are sick or suffering, especially those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Myria. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Gracious God, as a mother comforts her child, you comfort us. Bless mothers and mothering people in our lives. Comfort those who miss their mothers Mothers who grieve, those who grieve because they cannot be mothers, and those who have never known a loving mother. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Gentle Redeemer, all who die in You abide in Your presence forever. We remember with thanksgiving those who shared Your love throughout their lives. Keep us united with them In your lasting love, hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. In hope of new life in Christ, we raise our prayers to you, trusting in your never-ending goodness and mercy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Go in peace, remember the poor. Thanks be to God.